Sean, when I was in Australia, I noticed that all the estate agents had their pictures everywhere. And they also, again, you go in America, they've all got their pictures everywhere. It's almost they're selling the person, not the estate agency brand. Do you think that would work in the UK? Definitely, 100%. I mean, for me, it's all about the agent, the individual person and their personal brand. Um, and I, I, I ask all our agents to promote themselves. Um, so their personal brand is their picture, their name, and people want to deal with other people. People buy from people. Exactly. Um, I saw Daniel um, Priestley uh, the other day at one of the conferences. And he's got a great book, and I'd strongly recommend it, called Oversubscribed. Uh, but he talks about personal branding, and he mentioned that, that if you think of the word Google and, uh, and wanted to know what colour the first G in Google is, he asked the audience, and people were saying, it's yellow, it's green, it's blue, it's red, and... Blue, or is it green? I don't know. Yeah, so very, very few people can answer that question, although we see that brand every single day. But if I said, um, what does, um, I'm trying to think of someone now, but uh, Jamie Oliver look like, Yeah. people will see, yeah, oh, yeah. see me in a picture. Yeah, in your I mind. Write a story in my yeah. Head. yeah, so when people see a picture of a person, they tend to connect with them. They tend to, it builds trust automatically, even though they've never well, seen them. People do business with people they trust. Exactly, and... And if they sort of feel like they, and, and Daniel talks about whether uh, people, if they like you and they know you and they trust you, they'll want to do business with yeah, you. Yeah, I agree. And part of this process is introducing the agent and they want to be able to sort of find out about that agent. So they'll, they might, that agent might have a, a blog or a video and you get to know that person. Now, most estate agents will tell you the agents that are going out listing is they, they've instructed them because of that individual and they don't care whether that individual works for this estate agent, mm. that estate or the other. Yeah. And often they track the agent down and go, oh, I noticed you were, you've moved now. I wanted to use you to sell my house. And if somebody recommends an estate agency and say they recommended Connell, for example, the person that, that's being recommended, they're recommending Connell, but there was an individual there who was particularly mm. good. But what happens is when someone rings up that estate agency, they might not get the same person. And if there's three people working there, one might be really good, yeah. one might be really bad, one might be average. But you don't know what you're getting. You don't know who you're getting. Often you're ringing up an estate agency. Anyone could be coming out. Mm. Whereas now, people want to ring up and say, I want to speak to Jonathan or David or Lee uh, because my friend used them to sell their house. And those agents could be working for anyone. They could have any un un umbrella brand uh, behind them. But it is the agent and, and they need to promote. So, so at the moment, I think it's fair to say most UK estate agencies, it's all about the brand, isn't it's it? It's all about the brand, yeah. Okay. So is it a balance between the brand and the, the company brand and the personal brand? Where does that I, balance lie? I would say it's, you know, the personal brand is as important, if not more important than the business brand. Yes. So on all our marketing material, we've got uh, for sale signs, we have the agent picture and our logo, but you can see the agent. Look at that bad boy. <laughs> so the agent, you know, that's who people want to deal with. The reason there's a, a logo, and that could be any logo, any company, they want to deal with Lee in this instance. But if Lee was just on his own working from his back bedroom, you probably wouldn't have the, the credibility. So the, so a brand or logo, part, being part of a business gives you credibility. The sellers want to know that they're going to deal with someone who's got a team behind them, a company behind them. It's a professional organization yeah. um, and the standards. 
So they don't want to deal with a one-man band estate agency. Well, they want to deal with the person, but also part of a company. Well, I actually agree with you. I, I used to work for one of the UK's largest franchise brands, and uh, some people would have bought, would buy the brand, open up on the high street, put a nice logo. It's a very, very well-known brand, yeah. and expecting business to walk yeah, through the door, true. and it doesn't. Yeah. I, I, I think company brands is like a coat of credibility. Yes. But it's the person who wears the coat that's just as important, if not as important, if not more important. Yeah, and they have to be both, they have to be good because you can have the best agent in the world, but if he's working for a company that's offering poor marketing and poor websites and poor standards in, in any other area, he's going to struggle to get the listing. Um, but in the same way that, you know, you can have the best business branding and marketing and and company, but if the wrong agent goes down, doesn't do a great job. So they work together. Okay, so what cool. other examples of marketing could you show me now? And what we'll do is we'll leave these behind and give them to the video guys, and they can actually pull it up on the screen as we're talking. So, so show me some examples what you've got that um, personal branding can also work on in other marketing. Yeah, so I would say pretty much every marketing material we produce would be have the agent's details on. So there could be a, a new to the market. Okay. Uh, this is a direct mail Let's card or postcard. So where do you send those to then? So that would go. So as soon as a house comes on the market, okay. We uh, this is this is the crucial part about estate agency fees and how how to charge higher fees. And maybe I can explain that later when I talk about yes. how to justify a higher fee. But that's a direct mail card that would go to houses that are currently for sale with other estate agents. So basically, you do a radius of the property. You've already got the addresses through yeah. either your own efforts or using Spectre or Richard Rawlings services yeah. and send that out. That must be a quite a cheeky. I bet you you're sending this out to other properties that are on the market with other agents. Yes, I bet you get some decent listings off the back of those, don't you? Well, when people get that, so for example, one of the things we do is an open house, and we want to send out invitations to that yes. open house. So if the property is a three bedroom semi at three hundred thousand, yes, the person that's going to buy that is probably selling a house mm. between a hundred and two hundred fifty thousand. Probably been on market twelve weeks, a bit pissed off, technical term. Yeah, so when we write to them. We're saying, coming out, you know, first of all, we, we feel that those people are obviously probably going to buy another house. Yes. They're probably going to move locally and they're probably going to buy something bigger. So we're inviting them to come along. And when they come along, um, well, they might actually be interested in the house because they might just come along and see what the open house thing is all about. Yes. So on the postcard, it will say that, you know, new and property experts are, uh, have a very successful open house marketing strategy. And... Uh, the benefits to the seller are one that they get the best price because there's multiple bidders mm -hmm. two it's convenience because all the viewings are one on one day and three um, it's cer the certainty because we have a 90% success rate mm -hmm. so if you would like to know more about our open house marketing strategy come along to uh, or call us yes. or come along to our open house on Saturday so there may be a load of people that think well I'm not interested in buying the house but I wouldn't mind seeing what they do and they go along to the open house and there's 20 people viewing this house. Of which probably 10 are being nosy, but the other genuine ones are going, bloody hell, we need to get this board. Yeah. And they, they're thinking, well, they've had 20 viewings on one day. We haven't had 20 viewings in three months. So they're more likely to come to us to sell theirs. So maybe we could talk about this in another video in a lot yep. more depth. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I mean, we've got headed paper here. This is good stuff. Um, everyone, every agent has their own headed paper. All the, you know, the, the leaflets, the brochures, Window cards, business cards. Nice um, property stats, I like that, that's good. Yeah, so anything we produce, we'll have the agent's details on, and, and uh, even on our website, under the property, it'll have the agent that's doing okay. with that property. And the thing is that when someone's ringing up, 
if they've seen the for sale sign or on the website, it's got the agent's details, they know that if they ring that number, they can speak to John, the guy who's listed that house, who knows about that house. There's nothing worse than ringing up and you go, oh, can I speak to someone about this house? And they say, oh, the person's in that's not in, or I haven't seen that one, or I don't, you know, so you're almost like, is it worth ringing them up? Whereas you're dealing with the agent who's listed Okay, it. but let's just say I'm an estate agency boss running my own company. This is, if you don't mind me saying, this is great if I'm a valuer or a lister, yeah. and I work for, you know, not well, I'm not working for Newman's, are you? Because it's almost a self-employed model. It's a business partnership, okay. yeah. Okay, do you think this would work as an employee, employees? Totally. I mean, I think every estate agency business should promote their individuals. But hold on a second. If they're straight employees, let's just say Lee was an employee and not a, yeah, a, a yeah. partner where you split the fees, yeah. then Lee could bugger off and set his own business up, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he could. Uh, and he could with me. He could leave tomorrow and, and uh, set up on his own. But this is where the estate agency business has got to provide an irresistible proposition that people well we talked about this in the leave. previous video about the way we the, the structure of way estate agencies are built is fundamentally broken and we both agreed on that yeah yes totally uh, because the agents are okay. doing the work aren't getting the paid so, enough so, so how the hell if, if you are going down the strict boss employed route how the hell do you get to keep your equivalent of Lee or Mary I think um, well, the, 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 you know, the proposition has got to be good. It's not all about the money because not you know if you look at all the surveys about you know why why people work in places it's not always about the money you know it's it's recognition it's reward it's someone saying thank you someone saying well done it's being part of a team it's having fun if you like the people you work with and you're having mm -hmm. fun there might be someone paying a lot more and you think Do you know what I'd rather I just love the people you, here. But Sean, what if I'm an estate agency boss and I run my own independent agency and I've got two or three great value and necks thinking yeah. to myself, I want to let them run the show and me take a step back. Could could that MD convert their business into a, a self-employed hub model? Yeah, definitely. And, and that is what I'd strongly recommend they do because if they don't, these people might be leaving anyway to go and join someone else's hub. Um, but also, if, you, if you're the business owner, if you're going, you might be going out and doing the valuations and listings, but if you want to stop doing that and you want your agents to be doing that and you can take a little bit of a back step and then you've got your agents that are going to work harder because they don't feel like they're employees. Um, I think this relationship between an employer and employee can be a bit fragmented because it's like the employer will tell the employee what to do. The employee is thinking I've got to have meetings and, and I'm being micromanaged and I've been told what to do. Whereas in this relationship, the agent feels like a business partner and is is actually got skin in the game and we're working together and I want my agents to do well and earn a lot of money I want to pay them more rather than most employees want to pay their agents less yes because um, the more they earn the more you earn of course yeah we, we, we you know we're, we're aligned with our goals are aligned and we want the same thing interestingly six months ago I predicted when I went to see Keller Williams and yeah. spoke with Ben the boss man there that I believe online agents are not the biggest threat in a state agency yeah uh, I'm not using the word threat, but I, I predict in the next five to ten years, 30% of estate agents will be using this hub model, at least. I totally agree, because it's a win-win. It's a good for the business owner, it's good for the agents, it's good for the clients, it's mutually beneficial, it's definitely the way forward. Uh, and we need to get rid of this sort of employee-employer mm. mentality, how can we pay them less, how can we make them work harder, how can we get them to do this? When agents are running their own business, and this isn't right for everyone, but the agents that want to be more entrepreneurial and 
my business is about helping agents become entrepreneurs, helping them, you know, fulfill their potential, um, achieve their income goals, their lifestyle goals, not just working lots and lots of hours, but actually having that work-life balance so they can pick the kids up at three o'clock and watch them on a Saturday play football. And so if they've only got to focus on those four things, which is the prospect in listing, selling and negotiating offers, they're not stuck in an office answering the call from someone who's, you know, wants to know something. You know. Well, I'm, you, you're here today, and what, I, what I've got you to commit to, boys and girls, is that Sean is actually going to talk through the perfect hub model and he's going to, I've asked him to hold nothing back so we'll do those videos later and they'll be on the playlist uh, later on so thank you very much Sean. Yeah you're very welcome thank you.